Hello, just a quick bit before this week's episode to let you know that we have a Patreon you can subscribe to if you like what we're doing here and you want more of it. You probably already knew that. We don't stop going on about it. What you didn't know is that you can currently get a little free trial so you know exactly what you'd get as part of your subscription. You can head to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in the show notes to get your first seven days free. All you need to do is pick which tier you'd like a free trial of. The Biggest Mates tier is the one that has all the extras in it. And then for seven days, you are free to listen to any episode we've released in the last six months. You can cancel any time or just leave the subscription rolling if you like what you find. It's charged monthly. And during any month, as part of that Biggest Mates tier, you'll get ad-free episodes of this show every Monday. You'll get a brand new episode of our new Manic Street Preacher show every month. Two episodes every month of The Ultimate Playlist, our themed playlist show, where we talk about all kinds of different music, different artists, different genres, different eras, and one or two bonus episodes every month, depending on the length of the month. That's two episodes every week. There's also other tiers to trial. One that is just the Manic Show and ad-free What Is Music episodes, and another that is just ad-free What Is Music episodes. But hey, if the first seven days are free, why not try a bit of everything? Plus, all tiers include access to the exclusive subscriber-only Discord where we discuss the shows, the bands we've covered, various music topics, and loads of other stuff, including some games that the friendly community have devised themselves. So head on over to our Patreon page now to claim your free seven-day trial. Go to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in our show notes. See you there. Very deep, croaky voice today. Oh, so have I. It's because I've got a cold. It's because I'm sexy. So have I. It's because I've got a cold. Oh, that's very welcome to Lucas's late night chill time. Handing over to Lucas now on his evening show, and uh, he's going to get some sweet chocolate-sounding vibes going. Over to you, Lucas, and enjoy your show. And there's the chocolate sound. And there's a chocolate sham. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. We've got to stop. Dairy milk giant bushings. Other Why brands are you... available. Why did you get that for a, for a podcast record? I really fancied some some buttons. That's why I went to the shop. Yeah. Just for buttons. I was, I was late for recording because I specifically said to Hannah, I really fancied some chocolate buttons. Let's go get some. Wow. Did you walk? Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Because I know how close you live to the shop. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, because we walked there on our first ever podcast record yeah. to get lunch. I got a sandwich. In the before times. Mm. Yeah. really like my voice before tonight. What? How are you doing? You all right? Oh, we're talking as in before cryosleep was released. That's what you mean. The before <laughs> times. That's the, that's the, that, that's the marker. Is that yeah, BC, about? before cryosleep. Yeah. Well, I was talking to Steve the other day. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Steve, but I was saying I don't use that. I use uh, <laughs> pre and post Jaws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So someone says something about something in the 60s. And you're like, oh, that, my mom. imagine a world yeah. before, Jaws. before Jaws. So that's pre-Jaws. Well, that's before Jaws was released. 
Oh, that's two yeah. years after apparently, Jaws. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, apparently young'uns, I don't know if it's as a joke, but are calling the 80s and 90s now the late 1900s. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Jaws is also what I use for measurements. Is it? Because they say he's 25 and they're 30 feet yeah. shark in Jaws. Or if, so when someone says something like, oh, it's about 60 feet away, I'm like, mm, that's two Jaws. <laughs> yeah, or you need a bigger boat. Or... <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know what that means. Oh, okay, what? Hello, uh, welcome to What Is Music, a music podcast about music. Yeah. Uh, we're a podcast that focuses on discographies in their entirety. We're doing deep dives on one artist at a time, and we're currently, although not for much longer, in season two, which is called Are You Amused? A critical analysis of the history, cultural impact, and music of Muse. We are going through their entire career, album by album, track by track, asking questions like, does context matter when you're listening to music? Does knowing the history of an artist affect your appreciation of their output? And this is, and we're of course asking, are you amused? And just to be clear, we're asking if you're amused by the band Muse, not whether or not you're amused by us, the host this season, are you amused, to which you are now listening. I am Scott Glasspool. I'm joined by my co-host Steve Murphy. Good evening. Oh, <laughs> uh, and and of course Lucas Way. Good evening. That's very quiet. That's, so that's too sexy, I think, <laughs> so Lucas. I'm just do some no, no, I don't like this. the ASMR stuff. We're of course on our quest to answer the question. Uh, what is music? Guys, what is music? Uh, uh, an artistic expression of one's soul. Lovely. Okay, yeah. That's a good answer, Lucas. That's, that's, that's beautiful. That. What a lovely turn not, of not phrase. Not in keeping with what you usually Wonderfully say. poetic. You sounded like you are intelligent when you said that. I think music is mm. Jeff Buckley's guitar. And that is, that's just music. Yes. And it begins the, and the ends. The item itself is It's not music. a physical item. It's actually ethereal. And it's, it's more it's, of an idea. Yeah. Is that how that word's said? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Ethereal. ethereal. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You use pretty it to sure power your pretty cars. Sure, pretty sure it's ethereal. It's how you but... count al- no. alcohol content. Ethereal. The amount of ethereal mm. in it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Mm. Yeah. Uh, should we just sort of get on with it? Yeah, what... Because we're doing something a little bit different today. This is our first excursion outside of Muse, really. We've done all the albums now. How the fuck did that happen? Well, I mean, that happened well, a few weeks well, ago. Well, we, we did. Yeah. What, what happened, Steve, is we listened to them all and then we talked about them all on multiple episodes. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit this now. I never listened to any song. I just I just looked at the wow. track and I only heard them uh, in the clips that Adam played. When I played them, mm. wow, That's why that's you amazing. said MK Ultra and Thought Contagion were like the best songs on yeah. their respective mm. albums. Because he'd not heard <laughs> them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, what are we doing today, mate? Well, obviously we're going through the discography of uh, Muse... Uh, from three different perspectives, mm. obviously. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm very analytical, yeah. deeply in the context of music, and Steve, moderately thoughtful about music, mm. and you're a bit of a normal person. And Lucas, you're on the other end of the spectrum to me, uh, which is, you know, less uh, inclined to look at the artistic side of, of music and more, you know, entertainment. But you're also a huge fan of Muse, and we've, we, you're right, we've come to the end. We even covered their Shepherd's Bush stuff. We've done a, a lot of their B-sides. Um, and this is kind of... Very nearly the final thing that we're tidying up some loose ends with one of uh, the erstwhile Matthew Bellamy releases. The only, well, yeah, 
the only Matthew Bentley. Well, I'm very confused about this, and the 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 playlist you gave us shed no further light on it. What are we? What is this episode yeah. called? What, what's is the matter? Cryo sleep. What, what are we <laughs> doing? Is this just cryo sleep? Well, it, it, we might as well call it cryo sleep or Matt Bellamy's. No, because one of these songs isn't on cryo sleep. I can't remember which two one of them. Is. Uh, two of them. So it's Matt Bellamy's solo bits, basically. Cryo sleep and others hmm. <laughs> playing it's, it's, his classics. It's, it's Matt, it's Cryo Matt sleep Bellamy's, and it's others. It's the stuff that Matt Bellamy has done solo, and then he happened to chuck it all together into a into a disc a while ago. Mm. Yeah, look forward to merch corner by the way, where we'll get have a little look at the, oh, yeah. the disc. Uh, this might be the episode no, to won't. also announce the winner of one of those discs, right? Because that's been going on a little while at this point. Uh, yeah. Sure, we'll figure that out later. Um, well, just, you know, take us through the context, Lucas. What well, is going much. on? There's not much to it. Yeah, it's well, you can say issue. that again. There's not much. <laughs> Bad time to take basically, a big gulp of squash at that point. <laughs> Jesus. Basically, since sort of, uh, since we all got told to stay inside, Matt yeah. just clearly was quite bored. And he did quite a lot of stuff just in his house. And he sort of trickled it out throughout the last year and a Ugh. bit. Some of it was the, uh, the, the, the... Matt's been on his own in his house letting it trickle out. <laughs> some of it was... Some of it ultimately was the uh, soundtrack to the Simulation Theory film, which was written for the film, to be fair. Sure. Some of it is just bits he's done. Some of it is other bits he's done. There's a Jaded Hearts Club song on there. So we're, why we're still not? covering sure. Simulation Theory, is what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if we, I mean, with, with two of the tracks, we are still covering the games. Great, but basically, Matt trickled out some various. I mean, the only other oh, thing no. Matt has, that is released under Matt Bellamy oh. is what <laughs> there was a re- what now? <laughs> re- what's been released under Matt Bellamy. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to be the person that derails. The Apart from the only thing Matt has released solo Ugh. prior to all of Ugh. this gibberish, <laughs> shut up, is the main title theme to the International, which he was a part of. Of course, on. and it, well, it didn't seem to get credited on it according oh. to Spotify. He did. He definitely yeah. it used to be there. It definitely used to be there, and it's I don't know. You know, who knows? We could never know. There's nowhere to know. Uh, but yeah, since in the last sort of you know year and a bit, he's just released bits and bobs, and then uh, you know very recently, in fact, um, on when did he do it? Uh, July sixteenth of this year, twenty twenty one, the year of our Lord. Mm, amen. Um, amen. So that's post Jaws, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, post Jaws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is in the twenty twentieth century, twenty first mm, century, twenty first century, the twenty hundreds. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt released a bunch of it uh, as a, as a as a picture disc called Cryosleep for Record Store Day. Limited to something mad, fifteen hundred, something like that, right? Three thousand, four thousand, four thousand, oh, four thousand. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I've got one two two thousandth of that sitting in my house right now. Lovely. So mm-hmm. so it is it is just mm-hmm. sort of odds and ends, scraps. It is literally stuff, odds and ends. There's, and, there's and no, just packaged there's, together. Yeah. He's just packaged. I mean, yeah, we got you know stuff that he'd like a, like a few of them he'd already released as singles like just on Spotify. Out of boredom, prior. Mm. Some of it was from the Simulation Theory film. There's like a couple of things that are on nothing but cryo sleep. Well, we'll get. So we'll, we'll talk about those when we get to them. I suppose. So that's fine. Uh, 
I mean, to quote Newswiki, the EP boasts some of Matt's solo work <laughs> that has been released over the last Cocky. year. What a boast. <laughs> <laughs> Including solo reworkings of new songs, Matt's original compositions and songs covered slash performed by Bellamy. Yeah, I mean, it is... Um... Well, we might as well go into sort of general sort of thoughts if that's what we're doing, I guess. Uh, it, it does feel like a millionaire just sort of had some spare time. Yeah, I mean, and quite literally, yeah, there's something quite nice about that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when I mean when he released the unintended acoustic and Tomorrow's World, which were like the first two he released, I was definitely like, well, he's definitely just in his home studio because mm. he has to be. Yeah, so, I mean, apart apart from bef- just to, I'm just going to beat Adam to the punch. Apart from when he's at a party without a mask, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's going to come up. It's going to come up at some point, so I yeah. just beat him to it. Well, actually, um, your context has now changed my opinion on this collection straight off the bat. Has it? Yeah, what? because I was I was going to say I I was fairly disappointed as a, as Matt Bellamy's solo project. It wasn't mad fucking, but it's not a solo mental. project. It's just a bunch yeah, of exactly. stuff he, he leaked so, out, not and, leaked, and you know, and it was ended up being some Trickle. covers and some nice piano stuff and trickling all over down my leg. Um, yeah, so. Therefore, I'm not as disappointed in it now because it seems I mean, like a... I mean, it wouldn't... I mean, the only reason it exists on a collection is because of the Record Store Day thing. If, yeah, if I don't, don't think thing, he would have put it out otherwise. Yeah, if that hadn't been a thing, yeah. we would, this episode would have just been Matt's assorted things he's credited on. And it would have been the same collection of songs, except they would have been just individual tracks on Spotify. Instead yeah, of the I mean, sleep honestly, to be honest, that's kind of how I viewed it. Like, I, I kind of, obviously, I, I sort of knew a lot of that because um, it came out while we were already, like, in the Muse season. And so I saw a lot of the uh, quote-unquote discourse on it. But um, I didn't even consider this to be... At no point did it cross my mind that I should be thinking of this as, like, a cohesive a piece. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or, like, an album. Or I was never thinking about, oh, how's this going to flow and stuff like that. Like, it just never even occurred to me to... Well, yeah. and and the order of what I put on the playlist view isn't even spot on the plot. The order of the, the oh cryosleep, goodness, because I chucked in the oh other my. versions of them yeah. that aren't on oh, it. Just, I thought, just to add, just to add context. I thought we've finally done an episode on shuffle <laughs> for, for a second. There, <laughs> we would. I mean, have we, known. there's no we, way we, we would have, have known. We could have put it on shuffle, couldn't we? Is the thing. Like, yeah. Like all albums, which you could put on shuffle. Imagine if we could put yeah. chapters in our podcast of when we're talking, and then you could we shuffle can them, that. can we? And then you, you shuffle do, those. You, you, you can definitely put chapters in a podcast. But then shuffle them, and it would probably still make as little sense. It'd be great. Maybe. I think it would, would, it still yeah, make it would, I think it would make more sense. What I was trying to say is that I would, be, I would be really disappointed if it's like, oh my God, this is Matt Bellamy's solo project, and it comes out, and it's some Muse songs. Do you know what I mean? So, so therefore, yeah. okay, anyway, cool. I think I, I think if 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 I heard that there was going to be a Matt Bellamy solo project uh, that was going to be like a properly released album, I would expect it to just be all orchestral. Yeah, I was going to say I wouldn't expect mental at all. I would expect either lots of piano-y quiet stuff or orchestra stuff. I wouldn't expect like Matt to go mad because he can do that in Muse. He did the Simulation Theory film. They did Simulation like. They, I'd imagine I it think... to be flying high. Yeah, I couldn't imagine him getting a bird of prey into the studio for a start. Jesus. Well, you see, I well, that's, can. Well that's, that's, well, that's track five. I imagine it? it would have beady little eyes <laughs> yes. and, mm-hmm. and a beak. No, and that's it, Liam that's Gallagher. And it, it would be all a kestrel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. continue the word association. Yeah. But that's but that's but that's Craig Davis. Did you not see where that was going? Luke? Who's got <laughs> who's got a kestrel? <laughs> Is he? Yeah, he's got a Kestrel called Kez, hasn't he? Oh. So, oh, Kez. Well, named named after the film. Uh, yeah. So, 
So you're saying that all of Craig David's music is orchestral? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, shall we... What do you want to do? do you want to, should we just start with the first track? No, should I think we should finish. The, should we start with number one? Yeah. Okay. I hated it. I hated it because he says because he says love instead of love. I'll always love. Maybe he's talking about the art gallery in Paris. Yeah, maybe he's talking about the one he always art gallery. (laughs) Yeah. Do pyramid style buildings? Do we think that Matt Bellamy knows what acoustic version means? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Now we have this song done... was originally on acoustic guitar. Well, was it the the original one had some like brushy drums, on but it had the drum drums, yeah, and this, some bass. This acoustic doesn't have to mean guitar. Well, that's what I'm coming to learn. Yeah, but but if if this was played on an analog piano that was mic'd up, this is more acoustic than the original version of Unintended. But is it a digital? It's all well. Is it MIDI? Matt Bellamy's well. No, not MIDI, but he's probably got an electric piano. No, I reckon this is his grand that he's got like knocking about. I reckon he's got like a grand or a baby grand or something in his house somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Do you reckon Matt Bellamy's got room for a grand piano in his house? I reckon he squeezes it in somewhere. Squeezes it in Uh, somewhere. Up against the wall. (laughs) Acoustic adjective brackets of popular music or musical instruments not having electrical amplification. There you go. Then. There you go. I, I can see him slinging a uh, microphone into the the belly of a grand piano. I was going to say, like, you have to have some electrical, otherwise, you, no one will ever hear it because you need it. To well, record. that's true. Yes, that's true. true. But, but that's the, not the, yeah. amplification. Well, I mean, I the instrument doesn't have. Mm. Well, is that true? If can you, you get an acoustic passi- mic? If, if you if you had a passive microphone recording directly onto a bit of like uh, on the old like wax cylinders, a massive microphone is that an entirely analog process there? <laughs> Turned by a crank. Well, there's that X Files episode yeah. where they hear the, the voice of Christ uh, uh, in a bowl. Yeah, because the bowl yeah. there was like a brush making the bowl, and it, it recorded Christ's voice into the grooves, and Indeed. they played it with the record player, and it was creepy and cool. Yeah, L- obviously later revealed in the episode to be a fake. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say I don't remember how X-Files. it turns out, and that that's the uh, that's the episode uh, that's Hollywood AD. Which is the episode where they're making a film out of the X Files, and they've got um, <laughs> yeah. Gary Shandling to play Mulder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the best. 
Yeah. And of course, Taya Leone to play Scully, who was David Duchovny's real life wife at the time. So that's a little bit of uh, mm. X Files trivia for you there. Welcome to what is X Files. You mm. can one hundred percent tell that he did this on his own, and I haven't read any credits or anything, but I'm willing to bet that he produced this by himself because it's not very well produced. <laughs> Because uh, the vocals are uh, really loud. Rich Costi, yeah, and pitch corrected. Yes. Oh, yeah. Produced by produced by Rich Costi. All right. Uh, well, and engineered, mixed, and mastered by Alex von Korf. Mm. Fuck it out. So he had a he had a whole. Hang on. How did he engineer it? Well, I mean, he probably did what you. Yeah, the engine. Well, did the engine? Mm. The engineer would set up the microphones and make sure everything's in tune and stuff like that. So he didn't do this like just on his own, knocking about his house. He had people well, in. That's what I thought, but maybe not. Ah. He's a good singer. The vocals though. are really loud, really pitch corrected, like especially on this one. It's very like. That's nice. Did you just play the clip? I thought that was. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, it is. I mean, it is nice, isn't it? It It's a nice nice. song, and it's and it's a nice piano, and I like it, and it's nice. Yeah, but it it doesn't. It doesn't need to exist. No. Well, I think. But then say that about every single song on this. But but then, but then we don't need to exist. I wish I didn't. I wish I did. Oh, I wish you didn't either. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. It's, got, it's got a good bit of artwork. I like the artwork. For Choir Sleep or Unintended? No, for <laughs> Unintended. Oh, right. What's the artwork for Unintended? Because we haven't got it in front it's like of us. A, it's like a woman sat on like a, on like a beanbag yeah. reading a book next to a big window in space. Oh, cool. And cool. You can see the, and you can see the earth. Yeah, but also, but also, hang on, but also, no, that couldn't work. the The sun is visible, but the sun is being eclipsed by the moon. But um, yes, yeah, flat. Which so. means C must be on a space station. She's not on the moon. Because mm. she can be see a, the moon, no. eclipsing the Earth. Yeah, mm. which is a which is a hologram, isn't it? The the moon's a hologram. Mm. No, what? No, it's just artificial, isn't it? Did we just like we just like broke up a little rock and sent it up there <laughs> with rockets? <laughs> yeah. Rockets, rock rockets. That's something I. There's something I want to say about his voice, but I think I'll I'll save it for a, for a different song. Okay. Oh, all right, fine, all right, fucking yeah, fine. Do whatever you I'll want. Keep, Adam. I'll keep you in suspense. No, 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 no. Do what you want. No, no, you do, you do. You, you want, just do, you you want. Just do what you want, Adam. It's fine. It's not the last time we'll talk about this so this song me. anyway. So yeah, one of three because it comes up again. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking and again. It's the dark uh, yeah, side it's... syndrome. <laughs> It's fine. Again, it's not as good as the original, but it's also fine. I wouldn't be surprised if live they bust it out. But also I would. I don't think... Yeah, you wouldn't need... it. it, it kind of like the opposite of the Mannix thing. Um, you know, when we went to see them, they avoid having to technically do an encore because James does an acoustic like section. Mm. So he just stays on stage. But they Bellamy's... still did an encore, though, didn't they? After that, they still went off and came back on again. No, they didn't. No. For the, do you for remember the, last the two gig? songs? Nope. No, they don't. No, I was too hammered. They never. <laughs> they never. They never do encores. Um, but Bellamy's the opposite. Be- Bellamy will sometimes leave the stage halfway through the gig to have have a little cup of tea and stuff. So I can't see him wanting to put in extra songs that he's on his own for. You know. Yeah, true. Well, they used to do it, you know. They used to be, you know, like like soldiers' a piano poem section. At, yeah, like soldiers' poem at harp is basically. I think I think Chris and Dom are playing, but they're very much just like just doing some brushes. Mm. 
they could nip off for a wee and no one would really notice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's play the next song. Adam to speak. <laughs> Why? I think you're gonna hate it. Yeah, it's bad, isn't it? <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it's you know, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a great song. It's bridge over troubled water. This yeah. is not necessarily a very good version of it. it. It did make me think that the whole thing was just gonna be uh, Matt Bellamy does the opposite because unintended, famously on guitar, he transposed it to piano. Mm-hmm. Bridge over troubled water, famously on piano, mm. transposed it over to guitar. Behold the Glove, famously a glove-based song. He plays yeah. it without any gloves. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. So I was never worried with that. But oh, the thing about his voice, I don't think he's especially good at fragile. Do you know what I mean? Because he, he's a belter. He's a belter. And so yeah. the bit- his, name, name, his name is Matt Belts Me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people he- would like him to. <laughs> um, when he's like belting out the, the bridge over trouble water... It's, Sounds good, but his because he enunciates so clearly and he's quite a breathy singer. It's quite he's got quite a creepy voice. <laughs> it is quite creepy. The I'm way trying to think of when, I'm trying to think of always singing like this. I'm trying to think of when, like when there it's are worse songs on where fever. he sounds where he don't. sounds in, in any way in any way fragile on any Muse songs. I'm trying to think of. Well, that's that, the thing. So. I was trying to think of that, and the closest uh, I got was Soldier's Poem. I would say maybe also Exogenesis Part Three. There's a little, there's a little bit of yeah, but he doesn't do it like enough where you're like, oh, he's good at that. And I think that this sort of shows that he's. he's but when he's doing not... the belting bits at the end, well, yeah, like, he's got, he's got, yeah, he's voice, got the voice. Oh, yeah. Matt Bellamy, <clears throat> famously a good. So this night, this good song, <laughs> sung by someone who's famously a good singer, I quite like. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. because yeah. it's a good song being somewhat being sung by some someone who sings good. But I mean, we've all heard. Like, I mean, we've all heard Bridge Over Troubled Water, and I'm sure we've all heard the myriad covers of it. This is not yeah. a particularly interesting one. I don't think I've heard many covers of it. Oh, I saw, I saw it live. The Elvis version. Oh, is it? I don't listen to new music. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The music. Elvis Presley version of Bridge Over Troubled Water is oh, I don't listen to maybe before, better than the original. Was that before Jaws? 
That was pre Jaws. Yeah. Of 19... Ooh, 69 or 70 or 71. Oh, so Either way, pre Jaws. Obviously, yeah. the Johnny Cash version as well is like I, I, I devastating. Don't, again, I, don't, I, I don't listen to new music. Okay. So, yeah, I, Elvis uh, and Johnny Cash very much uh, outside of your remit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's too recent. I saw um, Art Garfunkel uh, play this at Glastonbury in the acoustic tent. It was very pleasant, oh. and I had a lovely cry. In apparently, fact, I, I cried to a lot of that set, but only to the songs I recognised. <laughs> sure. I, a, a, yeah. Apparently, because this one's this one's performed by Art Garfunkel, but it's written by Paul Simon, isn't it? But he essentially bequeathed it and said, "I think you'd be the. I think this more suits your your vocal uh, style." It's I what, think this is the story Simon, I've heard. Paul Simon is on the original, but it is mostly Art Garfunkel. But I think it. Paul mm. Simon wrote it, and I remember I read some, something about how he holds a bit of ill will against it now, because he's like, that's my song, and it's, like, beloved, and I don't get to sing it. Yeah, well, they it's both very still much, play it's it. Like, it's they? like the... It's the Simon and Garfunkel song to a lot of people. Because, like, yeah. Art, Art played... It's not, uh, but it's fine. We can, you're going to say Sound of Silence. Which is, sound he said Sound of Silence. Yeah. He did Sound of Silence, and he did Bridge Over Trouble. I imagine Paul Simon cracks out Simon and Garfunkel songs. Um, I've seen Paul Simon, and I can't speak for the second half of his set. Maybe he did, but I fell asleep. Yeah. But he plays a lot of his like solo stuff because he's Art yeah. Baumfunkel doesn't have legendary solo albums. Yes, whereas Paul Simon does. Like Paul yes. Simon's got Graceland, Graceland, and, yeah, and loads of stuff. Yeah. The, um, this is again perfectly fine. I just think it's a normal cover of a good song, whereas other artists. Have have put their put put a spin on it, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean though. Where his vocals are so up front and centered, then it really yes. does. They're very loud, and it's a very it is a very mm. fragile song. That I, yeah, I'd maybe he's yeah, like you said, it's when he's belting it, it's it's very good. Um, yeah, and I, and I like what he's doing with the guitar as well. What he's done with the guitar, to be fair, mm. um, he's doing some little inflections. He's not just playing chords, you know. He's he's doing something which is you know could be worse. There you go. There's <laughs> a clip. There's a there's a clip of him like two. Plus years ago in an interview, and they were like, "What songs would you love to cover?" And he said, "I'd love to cover Richard Trouble Water." So at least you got to do it. That's yeah, nice. There you go. It was it was released by accident on Spotify. How? What? It's released by accident. It was on Spotify and YouTube, and then the next day it was gone. Okay, but it's there now. Yeah, as part of Cryosleep. No, it's there separately as well. Oh, I can't remember. Okay, he's telling you. Good fact. <laughs> <laughs> it was released it was released on September 18th 2020 and then disappeared but it was accidentally released on September 11th okay oh so it, oh it went up oh, wow. quite mm. in poor taste oh. i would say <laughs> quite in poor taste to do That's... anything on that date mm. yes Be- beholds the glove yeah
Well, there you go. We're beholden the glove. Beheld. Beheld. Nice to have a third version of the void, I suppose. Not the void. Yeah. No. Algorithm. No. Algorithm. Not Sorry. a third version of... This is just uh, Oxygen by Jean-Michael Jarre. Jean-Michel Jarre. Oh, is this the clip you've got? <laughs> Jean-Michel Jarre. Jean-Michel Jarre. Jean-Michael Jarre. Yeah, play it. You've let all me, heard it. You've all, me... You all know Oxygen Part 4. You've all heard Oxygen Part 4. What? Yeah, you've heard it. Go for it. Oh. Yeah, we, we all know what Oxygen We all know like that. By Gene Michael Jarrett. But this, yeah. this song is very much in the same key as Algorithm, and like it feels like at any but minute. He literally would... goes, do, 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 do. Oh, does he? It just goes in a more. It's a more aggressive synth. Okay. It's literally the same. As well, the other thing is, uh, then, then I think that Algorithm might be the same as Oxygen as well, because it's the same notes as, um, as Algorithm. He's playing them in a slightly different phrase. He's just. Yeah, he's just playing them in a slightly different mm. uh, phrasing, and with a slightly more annoying synth noise. Yeah, but it is it is basically al- algorithm part three or whatever. It's very yeah. like you've just gone onto a cheap synth and gone synth and gone. It's very like yeah, it's what? like all of simulation theory. Yeah, and I really really liked it. Yeah, I mean you've heard it before, so you would have heard on the film. This is Interstitial Two, which was the intro to algorithm there you go yeah have we be, have we beheld uh, it's been behold did there is a, there is a music video for this i've not included it in the music videos episodes should i no no no, <laughs> no. okay yeah. basically it's uh matt Muse, in the middle of, only i didn't include it's any matt solo in the middle music of videos. it's it's matt in the middle of the desert yeah with, with a with a key with a keytar wearing a glove and he's for some reason leading a horse Okay, <laughs> and he's wow. wearing the flashy jacket from the simulation theory. When he so. leveled up, yeah. When he leveled yeah. up, uh, okay. He's lost. Yeah, it de- apparently it says it depicts the events after the simulation theory film. Don't see how walking around in the desert with a horse is depicting the events. He's after just the just killed film. Murph, and he's walking away from it. I guess goes and gets a horse. He could have had a horse, but, it, but at the end he like like. Reses, doesn't he? He like disappears back into the into the matrix or the computer game, whatever it was. Yeah, mm. it's it's an intermission that was played at a live gig. I like it. Cool. It's, it's the worst of the two. For all that you've done 
bit jaunty. It's jaunty. It? Do you know what I imagine <laughs> him dressed like as like a, a dandy? Do you know what I mean? Like, with a big big wig and tails, sat with like pale face paint on and a and a, and a beauty Wait, spot. No, but, da- but but dandy has like a, he's got like a big he's got like a big cowboy hat. Mm, yeah, and Spurs. You're doing the Beano Dandy thing, aren't you? Desperate Dan. And I can imagine him at a stool of the piano, going. Dit, 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 dit. And, and he always like eats a pie. With and the horns. pie literally has horns sticking out of it because it's implied that it's just got a cow in. It. Yeah, it's cow pie. <laughs> it does sound very um, silent movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a bit jaunty. Yeah. It's not what I'd expect. When you talk about doing Take a Bow on a piano, <laughs> the fact that he jauntied it is a bit of a weird. And he's even does some little like weird little. It's odd. Yeah, yeah and weird. the I mean, barbershop quartet is back it's, as well. It's yeah. something. Ba, 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 yeah. Ba. It's just sort of a worse version of Take a Bow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's obviously not as good as Take a Bow. It's, it's lost all the dynamic and everything, hasn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah it's just a I wonder why he chose Take a Bow of all songs to do as a, as a little... Ditty. It's probably like fun to play or something, isn't it? I mean, I'm assuming that four hands piano refers to the fact that he's playing two layers of stuff and you can't actually play it in one go or whatever. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, correct. I mean, it goes. To, it does show, though, that how much he clearly, like, loves Take a Bow, that it still gets, you know, a, a, a headline spot at every gig in, like, a good, you know, slot on the set list. Yeah. Singing at a skull. What is a good slot on a set list? I love, yeah, I was going to ask. I love that. I love the idea that, like, oh... Track three, no, they've played that third tonight. That must be they hate it. Yeah. Well, it ends. It <laughs> ends. A, it, it ends. It ends a section. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Mm, it's not just in the middle. Before, it's one of their the best encore, songs. So. Well, yeah, it's one of their best songs. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, I tell you what, it did. It highlighted that the song is is really good, and I, I think I need to go back and you know because I didn't really. I was like, mm. but musically, obviously, it was a bit. It's a bit weird, but like it really highlights the all the key changes and stuff and all that kind of gubbins. Yeah, stripping and, it back uh, makes the mechanics of it more apparent. And it definitely had a curve tension, which the other song does, but it's obviously got all the bells and whistles. So maybe it was a bit more... And take a bow. And bells. Yeah. And bells. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Loads of bells. Brazilian Bell- carnivals. Bell- bells was all over it, mate. He's all over it. Bello. He's singing, he's playing <laughs> guitar, he's doing the synthesizers. Yeah. Little yeah. bells. Little bells. Uh, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. Whistle <laughs> It's got bells and whistles on it. Whistles, no. Uh, but yeah, it's it's I it's a good song, isn't it? Uh, this is a weird version of it, though. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I won't listen to it again. No, no. you don't need to listen to it. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't need to listen to it. none of the one no, the four that we've covered so far. I'll never hear them again in don't my life. Listen to it, <laughs> not even accidentally. I don't think. What if you watch the film Tron Legacy again? No, yeah. Well, then I'll probably hear one of them, yeah. Mm. I, I, but I can promise you I'm never going to watch the film Tron Legacy again. <laughs> so if they released a new Tron film, which is probably going to happen at some point, yeah. they did Tron 3, would you not watch Legacy to, like, no. ahead of time? No. Would you watch the new Tron film? Oh, I doubt it. Mm. Which one of these do you want first? High Valerian or non-High Valerian? Oh, don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, should we do the one that's on Cryosleep? Which is non-High if, Valerian. If, yeah, if we're kind of following the like the track listing of Cryosleep. Okay. Okay. But chronologically, the one with High Valerian was released first. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> Thank you. 
So that was Prey, right, so non-Hyvalian. Non what's going on here, boys? What's this Game of Thrones bullshit? What's going on with, with Prey? Let's go to Prey. Let's go to Prey. Should we just play the other one? Or pray it. Well, why don't we pray it? Mm-hmm. Just skip ahead a bit. You Just skip ahead to when there's some talking. Yeah, all the Dothraki shit. <laughs> That was a very Muse chord change there. That it was, yeah. That's got Muse written all over it. Was this written by uh, Bellamy? Yeah. yeah. So what? Who so else was it written by? Well, no, I don't, I don't know, because um, they do these like Game of Thrones out. So we should explain that there's two mm. versions of this, one that's on Cryosleep and one that was released on a Game of Thrones music from and inspired by the television series. Right. Uh, one of those, one got, of those albums that they do. Yeah, you know. it's got loads of hot bands on it. Um, the only difference that I can uh, make out is that uh, there's a title change. The Game of Thrones one has High Valerian in brackets and the Cryosleep one doesn't. And it's a slightly different mix uh, and yeah. the dialogue is taken out of the Cryosleep one. Yes, the dialogue which is in High Valerian, which is a la- and and it's and it's spoken by what's her name? What's her name? Carice Van Houten, who is the red woman, who's you know. Right. Oh yeah. We, yeah. You remember Game of Thrones? With that yeah. show, we all forgot about immediately. Yeah. The woman from that. I have watched the first series three times because <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> I cannot She's- get past that second series. Christ, it's awful. Um, no, the, the reason I ask if if you wrote it or not is because I've I've I have some experience of these Game of Thrones soundtrack albums because there are some cool bands on there. Sigur Ross is on one of them, um, cool. and the National is on one of them doing Reigns of Castamere. And Reigns of Castamere was not written by the National. Well, Reigns of Castamere is written for Game of it's like a Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. So that's, it's like they're doing a cover of a Game of Thrones song. Almost. And I wondered if that's what this was because no, I'm not but, familiar but, with the lore of the show. But, but funnily enough, David Benioff and uh, DB Weiss, who are the creators of the show, are credited as writers on the song. But I think is that just because of the, the hilarious? Is that because yeah. of the dialogue part of it? Yeah, um, yeah. The album is called "For the Throne." Is that an exclamation mark? No. Oh, two. Uh, Mumford and Sons are on this one. Oh. Yeah. A Coldplay. Oh, and Ellie them? Goulding. I'm looking at now. Because no cause, Coldplay. Because Coldplay no. were in. I an episode. don't know any of these artists. I just don't know. Who the fuck is ASAP Rocky and Joey Badass? I was just about to say, the, like... All of the S's involved in that are dollar signs. ASAP Rocky is uh, a rapper. You've never heard of ASAP Rocky? Adam, <laughs> I don't know why you're ever surprised by this. He's huge. What? Eight foot tall? <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He has a huge fan base, ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, yeah. So yeah, and the Lil Peep and uh, Ty Dollar Sign are on here. Is as well. that different to Lil Pump? Yes. It's too similar. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> so yeah, the version that's on on Cryosleep doesn't have the dialogue. They just got rid. Mm. Uh, the lyrics and uh, uh, spoken word bits are likely referencing. Spoiler warning for Game of Thrones. Spoiler warning for Game of Thrones. Adam, do you care? Could not give less of a fucking shit, mate. 
Daenerys <laughs> is death at the end of the show. Oh, spoilers! Spoilers, spoilers Lucas! Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not bad. Daenerys the is death at the end of, of the show. So the whole again, twist is that the whole you've time... Made, now you've made my spoiler warning less useful <laughs> because you've immediately gone to talk about it again later. <laughs> People can't just skip 15 seconds. <laughs> but, but the whole the, the thing the whole way through is it turned out she was deaf. Hmm. Which incidentally is what Steve thought the twist of Meet Joe well, Black was. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I thought I thought the twist was that that the writers were tone deaf. Wait, wait, you Lucas, told me a story once that yeah. your mom went to go see Meet Joe Black. Yeah, and she said, and the twist was at the <laughs> yes. end, he was deaf. Yes, and you were like, he was deaf. Yeah, so, <laughs> how yeah. is that twist? Yeah, and I, and I and I remember I hadn't seen the movie for ages, but I was aware of this movie, yeah. Meet Joe Black. And the whole so you watch him the whole way to go, like he's not no, deaf. No. Is he? yeah, he's, he's clearly not deaf. He, he heard sounds in that movie. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. Thank you. That is totally uh, unlocked. Spoilers that. for That's Meet Joe Black, by yeah, the way. Well, it's not though. Spoilers for Meet Joe Black because he's not. Because it turns out he's not deaf. <laughs> no, that's the twist that uh, Lucas. Um, turns out he's not deaf. I, I don't mind this one. I feel like it's one of the stronger pieces. I have written no notes about. Prey. I think it's shite. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was on the. It was on the. Uh, it was on the the film. Obviously, you've you've seen this one. It was an interlude on the show. Right, which is odd. Oh, I'll, tell, odd. I'll take your word for it. Now, what came? F- Did he write "Pray" as a song, and then they, Game of Thrones came to him and said, "Do you want to do something for this album?" He's like, "Well, I've got this. You could just put some fucking talking on it." And they went, <laughs> "Put some dialogue yeah. on this, mate." That worked nicely. Done because it's Pass. got nothing to do with. I don't think he like watched Game of Thrones and then thought, "I'm going to write this piece of music about this TV series." Am I done? Anyway, the well, music's no, fine. Be, it, it's it, fine. It would be a, it would be a commission, wouldn't it? They'd put out a call for loads of artists and say, "Does anyone want to write a song that would go on this?" You and know, he already had this incredibly I mean, famous compilation, and so I imagine it's a combination of Matt Bellamy going, "Yeah, I'll do that," and him going, "Yeah, I've got this lying around." I mean, I mean, I mean, his lyrics aren't exactly complicated. It's like, "We will pray, pray with me. We can bring her back. Pray, remember me, re- over and over again." Yeah, because the because the 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 rest of it is the spoken word bit. Yeah, which in a way that that sort of um, the, the the shortness, the length of the, of those uh, lyrics kind of acts as a prayer in a way, like a repeated prayer. Oh. Mm. I mean, they're saying we beg the Lord to share this his fire and candle and and light. Oh, I can't fucking read. It's the, the, Lord the, Lord the Lord of the Lord of the Lord. It's all about Lord it? of Light, the Lord yeah. of Light stuff because it's the Red Woman. Yeah. So what is the naked. Lord of the Light? He's the Lord of Light. He's one of the. <clears throat> well, he's not one of the many. It's uh, is he? Michael Flatley. He's. Now that's the Lord of the Dance. No, oh, I see what I've done there. He's a god. He's one of the oh, many gods Gandalf. of the Game of Thrones lore. That's the Lord of the Rings. Mm, okay. And and she uses Piggy his powers to make a fire that's in an episode at one point. Oh, fuck's sake! Mm. What's his name? Uses it to bring his mate back from the dead a bunch of times. Thoros. Solar power. You've lost me now. Thoros of Mir. That's just Lord.
This is this is the one that made me think. Um, well, his fra- no, his fragile <laughs> vocals don't really like work. Mm, okay. Was this written by Tom York and Johnny Greenwood? <laughs> um, writer composer Matthew Bellamy. Oh, it was about Bellamy. Okay. Yom Talk. Yeah. Yeah. And Gonny <laughs> and John Gonny Greenwood. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But those aren't the pseudonyms. Those are two completely <laughs> separate <laughs> yeah. people. Uh, but, yeah, this is a this is a Radiohead song. But which one? No, no, just a, it just sounds like something Radiohead would have written. Um, but but uh, the Grand Old Duke of York has a much better command of the fragile vocals at the expense of not really being able to belt it out anymore. Sorry, are you referring to Tom York as the Grand, the Grand Old, Old Duke, Duke of, of York? York. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> is that yeah. something he's known as? I believe so. Uh, tomorrow's world's nice, isn't it? <laughs> not it's really. Fine. It's fine. It's now, it's just bang. It's not even bang average. Well, this it's, is the thing. It's, it's, it's below average. It sounds Steve. like a Muse, Muse B-side. It sounds like a Radiohead song, but Does it's it? not as good. No. Oh, yeah. Sounds, it sounds a bit like, um, sounds a bit like Spectre. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Uh, it is. It is actually named after the TV show Tomorrow's World. Of course, it is. I. Whenever I think of Tomorrow's World, I only see the people from Look Around You. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of the actual presenters of Tomorrow's World. Uh, Matt Bellamy said, uh, "I can't be bothered to read it." <laughs> did he? Wow, that's weird. Yeah. Why then... did he say that? And in what context? Do you know? Do you know what? Do you know what you, do you, know what you won't like? The p- part of the influence of the of the lyrics of this song, you know how sometimes he's been influenced by some really random things over the years. Yeah, like spiders' right. eggs. Right. On I'm gonna just. On... I'm gonna let you guess what Netflix TV series he was binging before he wrote the lyrics of this song, and you won't guess it. Hmm. Breaking Bad. That's not a Netflix series. Oh, a Netflix original? Are we talking? Yeah, I'm even giving you a clue there. Money heist. <laughs> Squid Game, the prequel. Mm. The Ricky Gervais show, Afterlife. <laughs> right. All right. Okay. Fucking... Not a good TV show. What? what, what? The, con- the, the joke got got boring quite quick, which is he'll call anyone he wants a cunt. Yeah. Because he's because because if if he'll just kill himself and he'll yeah. do heroin and just be fine. Um. He said there's one line in the Good second message. season that really He said there's one line in the second season that really stuck out to me. It was about when you're in love, nothing else really does matter. It's a kind of a cheesy thing to say, but it's true. Fine, whatever. Okay. Also, man. I don't think that's true. When you're in love, I'm in love. It's not the only thing that matters. He heard yeah, about got bills love. to pay, haven't you? I've he got heard... bills to pay. I've got bills to pay. I've got a cat to make sure he's fed. He matters. That's love though, isn't he, it? Uh, I mean I I am I do love my cat more than like he, w- he he learned about what love was through a Ricky Gervais Netflix series and that inspired him to write a song based on Tomorrow's the T V series from the seventies about future technology. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. sounds about right, yeah. What yeah, a weird thing, guy. The, yeah. the thing he, the thing he said that I couldn't be bothered to read, which was for me just writing a song on the piano and doing my film mixing, which I love. What's film mixing? He doesn't do what's the film mixing he's talking about? Maybe he's talking about the simulation theory film, maybe he's involved with the mixing on that or something. Maybe. I think which he's just talking about mixing in more filmic kind of music, like orchestric maybe. swells. Which I love. I love film music, as you know, and just trying to think of a kind of lyric lyrical 
think of a kind of lyrical or a feeling that kind of captures what I'm feeling during this time. This doesn't make any sense as a sentence, <laughs> which is kind of really I I've given up reading it. All yeah. right. Yeah. Next song. Next. Whoever wrote yeah. this, whoever wrote this on Newswiki should be fucking ashamed of themselves. No, I think, I think that's a direct quote and Matt does not know what he's on about. The artwork. <laughs> I quite like the artwork. That's another one. There you go. Another Matt Bellamy solo thing where the best thing about it is probably the artwork. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it looks like it looks like something from No Man's Sky. It's a man in a space suit on a on a on a planet, and it's say that like again. You can see the moon. What's the name of the video game? No Man's Sky. It's No Man's Sky. It's No Man's Sky. Yeah. It's actually not. It's actually No Man's Sky. <laughs> no Mansky. <laughs> no Mansky. Frederick Nemansky. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, go off, King. <laughs> I really uh, I mean, I assume you think I want to go off about the use of the guitar. Well, you, but... you, you, you had a rant about it to me. Yeah, that's the thing is, I really feel like we've done it, and everybody's sort of like, we've all done it. We've all like discussed at length on Twitter. No, the NFT no, Adam, this is you. You're, you live in the bubble of your Twitter. I don't think we have all done it. Me and you have done it privately. Emma not was on tweeting this. about it and uh, Cass was tweeting about it and Club Musa were tweeting about it and, you know, the What Is Music podcast Twitter account got involved on some of it. Not everyone uh, that listens to this is on Twitter. Yeah, I think, again, stop living in your bubble, mate. <laughs> Come on. Well, do you know what? This is another case of you just fucking not letting anybody pause for a second. <laughs> I was about to say there was this whole. Um, well, no, it's your job to explain the context, Lucas. You you tell us what happened. Uh, it's played on Jeff Buckley's guitar that he mm. bought. What Matt bought? Yeah, uh, the guitar owned by Jeff, owned by Jeff, used both live and in the, well, used live once, and used in the studio. Ever since it was, ever since he died, it was owned by a friend in 2011, and then it went from one guitar shop to another guitar shop to another guitar shop to another guitar shop to another guitar shop, and then Matt Bellamy bought it. Okay, um, and wanted to use it, and he said he's going to use it on the upcoming album as well. He specifically says he like wants to use it. He doesn't want it to just hang on his shelf, and he wants to use it. 
Apparently, this is is this interesting? I think this is interesting. Apparently, he's had uh, he's had like the electronics looked at by Hugh Manson, and there's some weird like almost mistakes uh, in the electronics of the guitar, which is why it has a unique sound, which is quite interesting. So, what what's the um, discourse around this? Well, people think it's disrespectful to use his guitar, basically. Okay, right. Adam thinks that. Uh, no. I do not think that it is disrespectful to use his guitar in general. I think it is super lame to use it for what ended up being an NFT, regardless of whether or not that went to to charity or whatever. Oh, I forgot about the fucking NFT. Yes, exactly. That, that's what the oh, conversation was about. Is that God. this was? What's that got to do with the? What that's got nothing to do with the guitar. That's a separate conversation, which is whether you agree with releasing NFTs. What's the guitar got to do with that whatsoever? Well, because I think people think that the first time that a famously dead too soon artist's guitar was used on a recording has been sold as an NFT, which is, you know, infamously, there's there's lots of discussion about how environmentally friendly that is. But it and... wasn't. The NFTs were of the artwork, not the song. No, it's the song. It's a 30 I've second got clip the song. Of, it's a 30 second clip of the song. A 30 second clip of it. Yeah. Really? The, 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 the NFT, the, it comes with audio and video and stuff. Oh. I haven't actually yeah. opened it yet. I, I, I won the bid, but I haven't actually bothered. Like, like. There, there is then a, a separate uh, discussion about whether or not, you know, you, you, you should use a, a dead artist's guitar. I'm not sure that it matters so much generally, but I think in this specific example, to to very closely ape the thing that that guitar is famous for is a bit odd. Well, I was going to say, is it... it obviously, is the, the guitar, guitar the has hallelujah. a unique sound. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, and then he's he's almost tried to do a hallelujah yeah. sounding and I think, song. And, and I, is the guitar tones and, and pedals and things, I, I imagine there's effects on here that he's tried to deliberately mimic the hallelujah guitar. Right, exactly, yeah. Well, I, think probably, I, think, I think the idea is probably he hasn't put many effects on it. I think he's probably left how it sounds because it famously sounds like that, right? Uh, sort of. There's a very specific um, three kinds of reverb that are used on the studio version of, of The other thing that is hallelujah. interesting is the fact okay, that apparently, cool. yeah, apparently one of the pickups is slightly out of phase. Mm. And it's like obviously been left like that. I quite so, like that. So, so there's that discussion. And then it was further sort of... Um, uh, sort of compounded by a Matt Bellamy quote, which is basically like, I think this is what Jeff Buckley would have wanted. And <laughs> w- would he have wanted his guitar to be used on Guiding Light by Muse? The I'm mean, not, not really song. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, really I, feel like, I feel like if you're going to use it on one of their songs, use it on their best song. And yeah. then there's yeah. the other thing, you know, to add another thing, which is he's just aping Hallelujah. You know, would... Jeff Buckley, a pretty famously forward-thinking musician, wants someone to just kind of rip him off using the tool that he made to kind of create that sound. It, See, I, that, I, don't, I don't have any answers for that, but the answers are very, very boring. It's the question that is interesting, I think. And that bit I actually don't mind. I, I don't have any problem. If, if someone wants to do like an Elvis, you know, do a bit of an Elvis, go ahead, mate. Didn't Jeff Buckley rip the uh, like the composition from... The, the composition that Leonard Cohen did. Well, it's a cover, It's, it's right? a cover, isn't it? Yes, but he's, composed, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's composed it differently. It's and a different arrangement. He, like, so he's no. almost covered a cover. No. He hasn't covered a cover. He's No, he's done it. He's covered his own song, but he's aped the style of... I mean, yeah. I quite, 
as a song, I like, I like, it's, I think it's quite nice. And I like, I like that it sounds like that. I think it's nice. I like doing covers in different styles, me personally, when I'm doing my covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I like that it sounds completely different. Like it's a completely different version, you know, like this little guitar solo that sounds straight out of a Jeff Buckley. I think, I just think it's a bit, it's a bit tacky, I guess. I don't know. He's he's obviously tried to ape some of Jeff Buckley's like guitar voicings as well. Oh yeah, hundred percent. There's, 100%. It's there's entirely... a couple of chords where you go like, oh, that's exactly from Hallelujah. The thing about Hallelujah is that Hallelujah is one of the best songs ever written by anybody, and Guiding Light is Guiding Light by Muse. <laughs> of all the songs I'm going to pick, though, I do I know. love it. I love this Guiding Light so much. I'll tell you what, I quite like it. Yeah, I like it. I think it's, no it's really nice sounding. I've got like, no beefs, and the whole conversation about NFTs, I just say, I cannot be fucking bothered to talk about that. I, I do think I just... it is weird. I think, you, I think you're right that it's weird, but it didn't, for me personally, it didn't take too much away from the fact it's very pleasant. But after our conversation now, I don't like it as much. Yeah, the context mm. does affect the music in this case for me, I think. I mean, the, I mean, yeah. the interesting thing, I'm, I, the thing about, like, should he be playing his guitar, blah, 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 I would argue I would much rather Matt Bellamy have it and use it than it goes from through five different guitar shops in 20 years. Like, that feels less of a nice thing to do with that guitar, which is it's just going to be in the window of one guitar shop until one buys it off the next one and it sits in the window of another guitar shop and then someone buys it off that one until... My my argument would be put it in a museum, charge entry to see it, a- along with other very important um, artefacts from very famous musicians and have the money from the museum go into music charities, stuff like that. I think that's a, probably a better use of Jeff Butley's guitar than uh, this acoustic thing of, of guiding that. Well, and ultimately, it's that's an interesting thing that that never happened, which at some point you would think the people who are in charge of that estate could have done with it. And There's didn't. always money to be made, is mm-hmm. the thing, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, his friend had it and sold it to a guitar shop. Yeah, like I went to the, um, the, the uh, what museum, what was it called? The one in Nashville, um, country, rock and roll, I can't remember. Sure. There's, lots of, there's lots of Johnny Cash, there's lots of Bob Dylan, there's lots of stuff like that there. Uh, Elvis, things like that. It's a lot. It's a rock and roll museum in Nashville. It's very big. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, you could have put it somewhere like that. Yeah, I, I went to a similar place in Seattle that had um, some of Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain's guitars and Jimi Hendrix's guitar and stuff, and it was very, very cool to see that. And I think a lot of people think like me in regards to music, and there is something very special about seeing those um, pieces up close and i feel like you know people have been denied a chance to see that but you and, could but you could yeah. also argue by them hanging in a get in a get in a in a museum what they're being denied is the possibility of hearing that guitar and that's what it's built for yeah that's very true but i think hearing that guitar in this context is uh, demonstrably worse <laughs> uh, it's interesting to see like how he's going to use it on the new album like presumably there'll be some, we know now there's going to be he's not going to use it on a fucking one of their heavy songs well, l- he's listen, not, not going to use no. it on the track 8 rock song that is, no. is on LP tell you what he's going to do he'll Lucas. use it on a quiet song he's covered Feeling Good he's covered Fever he's going to just cover Hallelujah he's going to fucking do it isn't he <laughs> yeah and yeah uh, I mean I, yeah, yeah I, I, I hope my hope is that it just becomes a normal guitar for him and he Wait, I mean, he'll never. Use, he won't use it like. I can't imagine it's going to leave the confines. No, of no, his probably house. not. But but I I I hope he does just use it on the standard track eight rock song because then it just becomes a guitar and not Jeff Buckley's guitar. You know, I, I think half of the problem with this is that he 
made a big deal of it being Jeff Buckley's guitar. Yeah, on Jeff's Because realistically, guitar, yeah. if we didn't know it was Jeff Buckley's guitar, we wouldn't be having any of this discussion. We'd be well, like, oh, that's you, cool. You, well, it sounds like... You, you, you would be saying it's a clear Jeff Buckley ripoff still. 100%. Because that, that, yeah. that, that is unquestionable. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, how do you feel about him getting Hugh Manson to a- analyse the electronics? I feel like that's something you'd feel is a bit sacred and leave it alone. Whereas I go, yeah, I want to know, actually. That's no, I'd, lo- I'd, I'd, I'd love to know how stuff like that works. Like the um, the, uh, the, the the Kurt Cobain Jagstang is like fascinating in, in, in the way that it's a hybrid of two styles of guitar. Um, and the museum I went to kind of went into all the electronics and, and stuff like that. It was really, really interesting. Yeah. There's a there's a photo of a guy from Hugh, it's not Hugh Manson it's a photo of someone from from Manson's like play, like obviously like doing he's got like a multimeter against it I'm just thinking that bloke must just but be then, like but then that's pretty the thing, fucking it's pretty fucking cool isn't it like well, what did you do yeah. today um I did a load of uh, tests on <laughs> on Jeff Buckley's guitar uh, I gave it I had a little play with it and um that's my day that, that's mm-hmm. the thing though is is that I now want to hear exactly what's going on but all we've got is a quote from Matt Bellamy going I don't know something weird. so it's not really illuminating they think the neck pickup was a mistake because the manufacturer uh installed it slightly out of phase interesting 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 next interesting So that we that was the instrumental version of Sun Cry Asleep, right? Yeah. The, We've, we, we, you guys have heard the version with yes. the man t- shouting and talking which over is, it at the end of the film, which is much better. And tell you why, oh. and but it is quite frustrating, is because it gives a glimpse into as to what the Simulation Theory concept album could have been like. Imagine if this was a real yeah. track, and then it kind of slow, like you know, like That's a bit a more, bit like War of the Worlds, you know that. Yeah. That record yeah, yeah, where you've yeah. got all the story going on, but there's just soundtrack stuff. And Would then you it could. Do you want to play it, Adam? Just play a little clip of it, I guess. What War yeah. of the Worlds? Yeah. And we have been reduced to nothing more than data to be bought and sold to the highest bidder. So, yeah, I much prefer the, the, ch- the chatting, chatting man. Uh, Interesting, uh, and I really like it, and I think it's. It really does cool. add something because it is because it is pretty fucking basic and repetitive. So yeah, it yeah. does add something over it. The, my main, uh, my main things about this song is it's a direct rip off of the Tron Legacy soundtrack. So we've got two clips, Adam. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first overture. It 
it's the exact same chord progression. It's the same chord progression. I was going to say it doesn't sound like it. It yeah. doesn't sound like no, because this, this is a bit. This is a bit that is is orchestral. But throughout the film, it's got. Doesn't sound anything like. Literally identical right. to his to the the bit. Okay. And then the next clip is yeah. the other bit that it sounds like, which is the grid. Ignore the talking. Oh yeah. I tried to picture clusters of information. Yeah, this is this sounds sounds like it. What's this? What do they look like? Ships, motorcycles. Ignore the circuits like freeways. I kept dreaming of a world. Yeah, and actually in a minute it'll play the and in a minute it'll play the chord progression actually that I was talking about. And then one day I got in. It's yeah, a full-on rip-off. It's the exact same chord progression. The do, yeah. Do, 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 do. And then, yeah, has what in the background that. Dum, bum, 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 tuk, yeah. Bum, 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 and it's even got someone talking over the top of it now as well. And it's got someone talking <laughs> over the top of it. Oh, man. The first time I heard it, I was like, well, it's just Tron. It's yeah. just Tron. So yeah. it doesn't matter what I think of it because I, I just, all I'm thinking of is I listen to Tron Legacy soundtrack quite a lot. I mean, he was I trying to do like Tron the movie, Tron the, Tron the album in a way. Imagine they did a movie about Tron. Imagine <gasps> Tron. Whoa. The, the book's better. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a film entirely based on how it looks. <laughs> Book form has really tickled me. Doesn't shut up. Um, <laughs> I, I I really like. Yeah, I mean, oh, that is the same though. That's the, fine. It, this was used. It was used as. Uh, it was split in two and was used. Is, you've heard it was in the film. So it was interstitial number one before madness, mm-hmm. and then interstitial number three before the metal medley, and then it's played over the credits as well with the man on the TV moaning about moaning, having a whinge, just <laughs> about everyone consu- consuming and buying <laughs> more crap. Yeah, getting more shit you don't need. Anyway, please buy our yeah, massive box set buy, and jacket. Buy the massive box set, Lucas. <laughs> yeah, it's said by you by name. It's now. weird the that song... he shouts you out in the song, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I love it. I'm really happy. The song Spoken Word talks about humanity being controlled by the government through AI and the virtual tools of the internet and mobile devices after the fake virus of the Simulation Theory film. Although the mm. lyrics draw parallels with the 2020 COVID-19 pan- pandemic and the events mm. surrounding it, it was written before it happened. Okay. Mm. Mm, yeah. Also, calling it the 2020 COVID-19 pandemic implies that it doesn't exist in 2021. It's also a bit awkward that they, the next song's Fever. <laughs> because, I mean, and then after that is Persistent Cough. And then, the next one, and then the next one, and the next one's got no lyrics on it because the person can't sing because he's dead. Uh, oh. oh. I love you I never know how much I care When you put your arms around me I get a fever that's so hard to bear You give me fever When you kiss me Fever when you hold me 
genuinely uncomfortable listen it makes you feel so queasy i assume the original song is sung by a a woman uh no oh just the way he's singing makes me think he's he's aping like a a female singer there i'm I'm gonna change my answer i think the most famous version of this song is sung by a woman sung by peggy lee but it's not the original version little willie john hmm is that, is, is that his name? Is that a blues no, artist? just calling you names. <laughs> okay. That's um, all I've got written in my notes. It says Jaded Hearts Club song, Little Willie John cover, and that's all I've written. Yeah. It's so gross. It's awful. Really it, bad. It is so gross. So Matt, Matt doesn't it's like sing in ASMR. Jaded, Matt doesn't sing mm. in Jaded Hearts Club. And when they get him to sing on one song... Oh. It's it's disgusting. <laughs> you can just hear how wet his mouth is. You can hear him going like, "Never fever, much I love you." Oh, terrible! Not even a good uh, sort of uh, composition—not uh, composition, uh, an arrangement either. Just I just... don't know the original song. I don't care. I've probably listened to this. Uh, I, I mean, it's a pretty—it's a pretty famous song. Is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, not famous, not famous oh, what, enough. Fever, yeah. Tell you what's cool about it. Wait, isn't that the one that goes? I got a fever for the flavor. I got the bow wow. I got that the one. green flames under my car. I got the yeah, boom that. boom system. You can hear real far. Oh, hey. Did not expect Steve to know every word to that. Hot song. action cop. <laughs> yeah, that was a staple. Do you want to? Do you, you want to hear the original? Yeah, go on, Adam. Stick it on, mate. I can't believe you don't know this. Can you not? Never know how much I love you. Oh, I know this. Never yeah. know how much I can. Oh, it's incredible that his incredible that his vocal performance is so bad that you didn't recognise the song. <laughs> Fever? I mean, I mean, when you say when I say recognise that song, it, I it, I go, oh, it's that. Like I. Yeah, 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 you couldn't sing along. I couldn't sing along to it. I couldn't tell you anything about it. I couldn't tell you where I know it from. And I'll forget what it sounds like in, in five minutes' time. Well, there you, you go. Kiss me. Ugh. I sound like <laughs> salad boys. <laughs> I like rusty spoons. <laughs> I like to touch them. It is gross. I haven't got anything to say this apart I from, mean, you know, he's I done mean, his feeling good. Now he's doing fit. It's like he's trying to scratch it. He wants to be like Buble. To be but, honest, yeah. this this, uh, this is the most egregious one to put on this playlist on this on Cryosleep, I think, because it's not even a Matt Bellamy solo thing. It is. It's now we're now taking Jaded Hearts Club songs, but because it's one that he sung on, he's like, "I'll have that and stick it on <laughs> this like, random compilation yeah. of songs." Yeah, it's really random addition. Uh, is that obviously him playing bass on it? That's the first time I imagine he's playing bass on a song that we've heard maybe. recorded, maybe. Eh. He he is the bassist of that band, but mm. but maybe when someone you else does kissed it. me, no, oh. I don't want to kiss you. Oh. I don't want to kiss you. Oh, Adam, will you kiss me? Yeah. Yes. I don't want to kiss you. Oh, we should all just kiss. I don't want to kiss Matt either. No. 
or hold him. He tight. looks like he has a very sharp face. I'll kiss. <laughs> what as in like as what as in like the angles of his face? Yeah, the... it'd be pointy. I mean, I'm guilty of that as well. So <laughs> you do. You are a pointy man. Mm. Like Waluigi, pointy. actually. Yeah. Oh, you do have big oh Waluigi God. energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> We were just talking about Hallelujah as well. Yeah. What? We've all what seen the Waluigi. We've all seen the video on YouTube of Waluigi covering Hallelujah. <laughs> have you not? No, no. But look, look on our Twitter now for it's uh, incredible. Yeah. It's here. It's but it's not called Wal. It's not called Hallow- Hallelujah. It goes Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> and he's Awful. singing about how it. And he's singing about how he doesn't get to have his own game and like how he's just always a side character who gets to play like Mario Tennis. And golf, but never get, but never gets to be a proper character. Poor I've just written in my phone, Waluigi, hallelujah. <laughs> Waluigi. Sounds like you're being Wally. Oh man, should we, uh, What's the should next we round one? this yeah. baby off? We don't actually have to listen to it, do we? <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's it's an instrument. It's an instrumental version of the acoustic version of Unintended, right? Yeah. yeah. Does but that make it more? It says piano lullaby. I'm wondering if there's added. Does he do the melody? on the piano as well or no 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 he's just he's just cut the so it's just, just without the vocals yeah okay. he just cut the vocals and then you've added what, another one on here as well do what, you want to explain what, that what, what uh, does that make it more acoustic because <laughs> there's no vocals on it uh, the more you strip I back I guess yeah so is, no, is pure acoustic just know. room ambient noise it's it's yeah. that it's that uh, John Cage piece yeah yeah is a yeah, I'm telling you, I know what that is. Yeah, yeah. Four thirty three, uh, the thing that's just silence. Why didn't they call the it? The music oh, yeah. is whatever happens in that yes, period of time. Having this discussion what last season. A load of absolute stupid. So that's nonsense. the instrumental of the unintended acoustic ver- acoustic version, but they didn't yeah. put unintended then, acoustic instrumental, they put Penichiano Lullaby, which is piano fine. Lullaby, which I don't get why. It's why nice. do you think that's he- nonsense, Lucas? Absolute nonsense. It's not, it's, I, I just disagree with the notion that the silence in the room is music. Well, it's not we've necessarily silence. Co- we've had this conversation on this podcast. It's not necessarily mm. silence, though, is it? We've had this conversation on this podcast, and I made a silly noise and said, is that music? And you said, yes. Yeah. What so, was a silly noise? Wah! Wah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the other version we've got on here... What's this bollocks then? No, I'm joking. What's this? What's, is this, what? the, this, this is the Sorry. this is the unintended acoustic piano. Yeah, OBO AI version. So we've talked a little bit about this before, haven't we? On yeah. in this season, and do you want to just, he, he's just play it? it? Do, we, do we bother playing it? Well, it's not that much different, is it? It is different. Yeah, it's different, but not not really. It's just that for four minutes, isn't it, or whatever? Yeah, it's that. Yeah, it's just that for four minutes. Um, so it's... Yeah, go on. He's run it through like an AI, quote-unquote AI, like a machine learning thing online, which analyzes the harmonic structure of the song and creates a new, a series of new comp- compositions which imitate the feel of the original but deviate from it. Matt chose variation number three. As variation numbers one and two were too simplistic with no modulation, the AI was taught to understand the music theory behind circle of fifths relationships. He stumbled across the circle of fifths pattern by accident as a teenager. Is this now talking about Matt 
or is the he the AI? <laughs> I assume this is Matt <laughs> we're now talking about. Uh, yeah, so basically... Did you assume this is, this the AI's is, gender? It's an AI that's been taught to write songs. Okay. Sort of. So he's put and how, a bit and into how it. Does that, how does that differ from the thing we were just talking about, the 433 thing? Sorry? Well, I can at least hear some music there. But, but, but you might, if you were at the 433 thing and the thing they chose to do within that time was play music. But did they? So every performance of it is different. So some will and some Oh, won't. wait. Sorry, what do you mean every performance of it is different? What are you now saying? It's not just a recording I can go and listen to. There are recordings you can go and listen to. But there are numerous recordings that you can go and listen to. And it's, But it, it seems to me to be exactly the same process where you set parameters. In the case of 433, it's a location and time. And in case of this, it's... I don't know, length and key or whatever that he was doing with the AI. And whatever happens in that process becomes the artistic piece. It's the same process. Except one of them's specifically programmed to spit out music and the other one is saying, go into this room and do whatever. But if someone's constantly chose, consciously chosen, I'm going to go into the room and I'm going to play some music. That's very different from me going into the room and sitting and taking a dump on the floor. <laughs> In in what way? That person's chosen to play music. Yeah, which rather, makes it that 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 means the thing I'll hear that'll be music. To be fair, I'd rather you took a dump on the floor than and I listened to that than Fever again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's that notion of um, art being very much about the process rather than the finished article, right? <clears throat> and that brings up a, a, a memory that, uh, of art. Uh, my, a-level art. Uh, shout out to my teacher Adrian. Um, but <laughs> oh, he, talking, he was, oh, he sorry, was talking about yeah. yeah. He was talking about um, uh, th- this artist that he, he was kind of trying to talk. Just he was just come over to the table. We were talking about art and and how there was this artist that used had these big canvases and and people and he got paints and uh, people would ride bikes through through the paint over the canvas and they were naked. And I remember going, but why did they have to be naked? Like you can't <laughs> see that on the page. And I remember finding that very funny as a ch- as a teenager. I suppose you could say it's an expression of freedom. Well, it's the process. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, whatever came out at the end, it's yeah, it's the stuff kind that of kind of went into there. it. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. I get it. I get That's it. That's fine for the people doing I don't it. Enjoy it. I, if I'm the person who's consuming that medium, who didn't make it. The fact that they're naked and makes no fucking difference. Sure, mm. that's fine. Uh, but you, you going into you, you choosing with your four minutes and thirty three seconds to go into the room and take a dump on the floor. That's still <laughs> art. That becomes a piece of performance art. Disagree. Why? Because not. I just if 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 that's art, then everything's art. Correct. Mm, yeah. Then what's then then art is worthless. Yeah. If everything is art, then then great. Cool, but how 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 do you measure how do you measure worth in art? Is it strictly money? Or I don't know because I don't think about art because I don't I've never had an artistic inc- inclination in my life. I mean, we have uh, we have a podcast about art. We all u- yeah. unanimously agreed at the beginning of season one that music is art. Fine. What mm-hmm. is the role of art in society? I've no answer to that question nor nor more importantly do I care 
to even want to come up with an answer. There you go. That's maybe the most, uh, the closest we've got to uh, sort of like your view on uh, the, the whole thing that we're kind of doing here. Like it's whether I think I just, I just don't care enough to have a discussion about it, if you know what I mean. Right. Because hmm. I go, because I'll go and you'll go, you're wrong or you're right. And I'll go, fine. I don't think there is have, a wrong or a right. I have, I have no conviction in any direction on anything that we're talking about right now. I, th- I think and this so, goes back to what I was saying earlier about like the NFT stuff and uh, you know whether or not you should use Jeff Buckley's guitar on whatever. Is that the answer? You know, right, wrong. The the, the answer is not especially interesting to me. The, the the interesting thing is the question. Is is the discussion around the question? Hmm. But just like art itself, I don't think that discussing art is is an attempt to get to a definitive answer. It's the enjoyment of the discussion. Well, the, the goal of this podcast is that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we, no, we it's, 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 actually, it's actually just to define what is. If in music. the middle of like season four, we just <laughs> we come across the answer yeah. mid episode, we'll we'll stop. We're done. It will we'll stop. Cut the yeah. tape. Yeah, yeah, we go, yeah. We'll just all gasp, and then it will just be silence, and then that'll be it. <laughs> and you'll never hear from us again. Um, no, we'll all be dead. We'll be dead, won't we? Yeah, yeah. AI thing's quite cool. Um, I just I mean I'd like because I like technology. I find that I find that substantially more interesting than everything we just talked about for the last five minutes. But I think what, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'd love to know how that algorithm works. But yeah, that's what. But this is the thing, isn't it? The the uh, but the actual process, art, yeah, the process is way more interesting than the output. You you just you just apply that on 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 some pieces to like, oh, I wonder what kind of paintbrushes that person used. Yeah, but you're I talking don't about the same thing. Yeah, I know, but you're talking about the but you but you're talking about the same thing because they both result in a work of art. Have you seen this thing where they they uh, put movie scripts into an AI thing and then it prints out a new yeah, they're all fake. movie yeah yeah, yeah but because there was this there was a stand-up comedy one i saw on tiktok and they'd put an animation to it but it was just like the the comedian on stage and they've got a voice thing and he's like uh, the politics these days are getting too much and then they laugh and then it says comedian drinks from glass of cigarettes <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> uh yeah i yeah i just find that more interesting because it's i don't know because i just want to know technologically that's in i find that more interesting so a painting painted by a robot, in, more I'd interesting that, to you than than a, oh, than a painting painted so by a human? So much more interesting. So much more interesting to me than people sit in a room and do do something for four minutes. Mm. Okay, so much more interesting. But That's not interesting. Because of, it's because, not because, because of the art, just because I'd be curious to know like how that robot and don't and and I would find it more. No, I wouldn't actually. Would I find it more interesting if it came up with something? realistic or something well abstract. what if they, they programmed the robot to be able to paint and it you know and, it, and all that but it and it chose not to paint so the output is a blank canvas but but you'd like the robot still an interesting <laughs> process well i and then, also that is quite I'd, terrifying that's like a I would then, science fiction I would, movie isn't it i would then be yeah but i'd want to know if that was actually the outcome or if that was just like a, a malfunction like, was, yeah. has it just not worked it's code because... just fucked up and there you go and you see you're engaging with a, a work of art you see even though that work of art is just a blank canvas mm. now i'm oh, no, it's indeed. insane to me that this is probably to me the most interesting discussion we've had on the entire podcast both seasons included and we're doing it on the matt bellamy solo <laughs> uh project episode yeah and this is why you and me are like just so diametrically opposed on this entire subject yeah because the stuff and, and that you find very in- here 
And the stuff that you find, because all that that you find very interesting, I just do not give a shit about. I think, I I don't want to say that Steve is closer to me, but I do think that Steve has a more malleable brain. And so, well, like, we know that to be well, true. But no, no, but no, no, that's not that's not necessarily what I mean. What I mean is, I think that Steve is more, and this isn't a, a criticism of you at all, Lucas. It's just how we're built. I think Steve is more open to like these ideas, and will kind of consider them and go, "Oh, yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting." And like he said, Lucas, yeah, because it's not an area that interests you, you just shut down, and you're just like, "No, yeah." It's not just like it's an area that doesn't interest me. It's an area that just fundamentally winds you up the whole concept is not uh, it's not how i'm wired it's like, of no concern like, or like, interest like, like i'm like i'm i'm not interested in history for example whereas in i don't i've never had a particular interest in history but i would still have a conversation about that and i wouldn't you be like rock and I roll roll museum i wouldn't but i wouldn't just be like i don't care I, this is not this is not tr- this is not like yeah. ticking my boxes at all i'd be like oh okay i'll have a conversation about like about the egyptians that sounds like something that might be interesting i'm sure i'd find some things interesting about this whereas the conversation about whether someone in a empty room for four and a half minutes is art i don't even care enough to to even almost bother if you know what i mean that is because i think you are a solutions oriented man yeah, I am. Rather than a thinker, you know oh, that sounds bad, but you, you know what I mean. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. contemplative soul. Exactly, a, a contemplative uh, sort of mood. Yeah, I'm. Uh, a, I'm a, so, but I... also, okay. So, so we're two episodes away from final thoughts. Uh, what is the role of art in society? I'm going to ask you again. Have a think about it. That's your homework. I just really don't. Just want gonna to. Google it. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to. But just have a think of it. I'm going to remind you again as well in a, in a week. Well, well, here's the fun thing is I, I could say anything and you'll say that's valid. I'll say it's valid, but I'll want to unpack it because it will say a lot about you. But it is around the, dis- it's the discussion around it, isn't it? But there's, but there's no single answer to that question. No, there exactly. isn't. Because no. you could say, okay, fucking Fast, I, Furious, but Fast Lucas- and Furious 6 is art and... That's for that's for, for purpose in society is twofold: entertainment and making money. Lucas, I don't want an answer. I'm not asking you like, what do you think the role of art is in society? Because I want you to tell me, and I can go, oh, okay, good. That's what I'll think now. No, I want to no, tell again. me. It'll tell me about you and how you view the no, world. But my, stuff, you know? but my answer will be it depends on which kind of art because everything because they're completely they serve different purposes. And isn't that an interesting uh, answer? Look, we'll save this for final thoughts. Maybe is it? Well, we'll find out. We'll, we'll, we'll save it? it for final thoughts. Look, I don't think it's that interesting. I think it's fairly obvious. I think that's just a statement of a fact more than anything. But that can, those, those, you know, that can still be discussed, you know. I just think art and anyone who engages with it is worthless. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. Just, just, just produce and create and feed the machine and then, and then to, until you're too old and then die. Yeah. That's our well, purpose. I mean, I mean you, you know, are yeah. still like holding on, on tight note. to Mr. Robot Man. I love it. <laughs> on that note, that's yeah. it for Cryosleep, isn't it? Do you know what's fun is that the only, uh, the, the only the only time I've ever tried to get in the only time I've ever tried to get into any kind of art was I tried to teach myself to draw, and what I did was I um, uh, just copied pictures of cartoons. Oh, yeah. I just did I just did my best at replicating it. I went, here's a picture of Bart Mewtwo. Simpson. Oh. I'm going to see how well I can do that if I just try really hard. Oh. 
Oh, well mm. done, man. Adam, here's an example of how little... Uh, 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 what's the word? Imagination I have, right? Yeah. I'm doing... Well, I'm about to stop doing, but was doing uh, hypnotherapy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, part I think you've that, said this. I think you've house. said this. Yeah, oh, it's the yeah, house Part thing, of that right? involved, picture, involved picturing being inside a perfect magical dream house that is your absolute dream, and I pictured my house. Just yeah, and house. which we said, oh, Because someone that said the word house. And we were like, oh, it's lovely, because you think you're in your perfect house, and you're like, nah, I just couldn't think of any other fucking house. Yeah, I just couldn't think of anything, because I know I'm not in my perfect house. If someone offered me a bigger, better house, I'd have that house. But your house was by the sea. And the difference was yeah. I looked out the window and I could see the yeah. sea. That was the only difference. Listen, are we doing <laughs> top tracks, bottom tracks? Does, hang on, yeah, I, 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 do have, I have what? No, we're not doing top tracks and oh. scores. You oh, no, we'll do, shit. We'll, nah, we'll do top nah. and bottom tracks. We won't I'll, do a score. We'll do top I'll and bottom do tracks. I'll do a score, but not top and bottom tracks. I'm not scoring. What? Okay, one. then just do both. Yeah. One out of ten. <laughs> okay. Uh, Adam, what was the thing you were about to say that is interesting or something? Um, so the, the thing I can't countenance with the whole discussion that we've that we've just had is that I am extremely interested in what other people think. And it bothers me that you do not care what I think. <laughs> like, you're, you do not, you're not bothered about my opinion or, like, but what I, do, I but, think that the role of art in society is. You're just like, I, I don't know and I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> Stop because, talking the, to me but about but it. That, <laughs> but that's that I don't care about people's opinions about things. It's that I'm, I'm not interested in the subject. I do care about your opinion about things that I care about. Yeah. I've cared about your opinion of Muse and what the songs are. But that's are. the thing is, you, you, you're so focused on the opinion, it's whether I like it or not. And it's not about the, the discussion, you know, the, the, the nitty gritty of it. If, if this podcast was up to you, we would do solely, play the song, then say yes or no, and then we'll move on to the next song. No, disagree. Disagree. But I the difference that, is we're though. talking about, but we're yes. talking about something that I don't, yes. I just don't care about, which is like whether something, a uh, fucking silence in a room is art. And no. that is just... I just don't care, Adam. And so whether you think it's art or not, whatever, you can say either answer because it may it won't affect me at all because I have no opinion. Let's put it like this. You're not a philosophical man. There you go. I'm a philosophical man. You don't care I really about don't think anyone you are. else but yourself. <laughs> I really no, no, don't no. I'm think joking, you're I'm a philosophical man. I'm joking. Uh, guys. Hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> go on then. What are your top, bottom? I don't care. Uh, this is why I don't oh, care Adam, about. What's this? You don't Matt care. Well, you you've got to have an opinion, Adam. You've got to have an opinion, Adam. You've got to have an opinion on everything, Adam. <laughs> God, you expect me to have an opinion on everything? There's so much, only so much space. Yeah, in this Lucas brain. prefers the discussion, a, Adam. Not the. You I know. can't have an opinion about fucking everything. All right. <laughs> right. I. Do you know what I find substantially right? Okay. When you would watch a video oh, or listen God. to a podcast. <laughs> no. Right. When you would watch a video or listen to a podcast or whatever about. Yeah are about whatever right something think to do of with, a second example something to do about oh, but the, one of the many different branches of art right and you would find that an interesting youtube video to watch let's say sure. about that subject matter right yeah i like watching videos about maps <laughs> or like or like right fucking you know what i mean like thick concrete like understandable you're, yeah you're not a philosophical man yeah yeah you yeah. watch the YouTube series Map Men, Jay Foreman? No, it sounds... I love it a bit. It's talking about maps. Yeah, it's really interesting. That sounds great. Yeah. I'm into stuff like it's that, but it's you know, interesting I... because yeah. there's no, there's no like 
There's a right. There's not. There's no fucking wishy washy. You're like a. a stage. Tell me some interesting. Tell me facts. some interesting facts, yeah. and I like those interesting Things facts that are true yeah. or false. And that is some interesting <laughs> new knowledge inside my brain. I now love exists. this. We've really got into this. Yeah. I, I love You're this. You're like this, a stereotypical. This is my like, fucking bread and butter. Dad. From like in his fifties, he's I like, I don't understand. This. Yeah, I don't like thinking about his wishy washy <laughs> stuff. All I want to do is talk about maps and go in my shed. And I'm, I'm a pretentious fifteen-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I'm your son. Yeah, and you're disappointed. <laughs> like, but dad, you don't understand. Why can't emotions? you take up the family business? <laughs> I want you to be a plasterer as well. Dad, no, I want to be an artist, Dad. Well, I'm gonna go. When I'm I... gonna go into the shed and drink until I'm asleep. <laughs> Sorry, there's some things I wanted to talk about. Yeah, is there something you want to bring up, Steve? It's fine, actually. Yeah, you you might want to talk about your... It's fine, it's fine. (laughs) Look, I don't have a shed. I don't have a shed, and I probably drink the least here, actually. So, yeah, Adam, I'm not the dad. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you fucking are the facts. Those are the facts. Suck it, Adam. Enough of these. When I look at art, when I look at when I look at a piece of art. Yeah. The number one thing I am concerned with is how impressed I am with the technical composition of that piece of work. Amazing. I love that so much. That's why much. I find yeah. substantially more impressive like people who can just do incredibly well, accurate portraits. Here's the thing, Lucas. That's also why Muse are your favourite band. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, and Nostalgia. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're really leaning into... This should have all been final thoughts. Right. Top and bottom tracks on this... Piece of shit. Uh, simulation theory theme and behold the glove. Cool. Great. Yeah. <laughs> the two off of the simulation yeah, theory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Steve just wants to continue Simpl- covering yeah. simulation yeah, theory yeah, yeah, yeah. for the next 10 years. Yeah. Can we continue simulation theory? Is there anything else no, we can No, we can't. No. Fever because I, I mean, want we it do, to we die. We do have space for one more episode. And pray the Game of Thrones thing. Okay, yeah, sure. Oh. Lucas? Top Bridge Over Troubled Water because I, it's a lovely song. Nice. So I mean, I like I like hearing that song. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Bridge Over Troubled Water. Spoiler alert: good song. Yeah. Um and and Guiding Light JB guitar because I uh, I like it. It's pretty and yeah. and it's pretty and I like it and I JB uh, guitar. That's what I wrote in my notes because I was being lazy. <laughs> JB um, JB because 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 I'm I'm judging that on the song and what i enjoy about the song and not all of the context quote, unquote, discourse around it and yeah. what people think about the context NFTs, which yeah. the, con- the, yeah, the, the context the, yeah the thing that yeah, we do the podcast about yeah, yeah, i also think people need to fuck it i think also think that there's there's a lot of things we could complain about in life and i feel like people pick their battles wrong can't bloody, sometimes can't say anything these days can you i feel like sometimes <laughs> people get very hot on one subject yeah like and, whether or not Muse yeah. are good. PC for great bloody stuff. And, and there's a lot Imagine of Imagine if subject- someone devoted so much of their time to deciding whether or not Muse are and good. And there's a lot of subjects <laughs> and sometimes people get people will make a people will make an opinion an important part of their entire personality. Like how you hate TikTok <laughs> and tacos. We literally host a music podcast, <laughs> mentalist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I don't make this part of my personality. I'm not you. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is all, this is all I've got, Lucas. To be fair, this should be fair. Uh, yeah. What should we cut out on, all of? Should we cut out on, all of the music stuff or this one? On that, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on that, Steve. By the way, you say uh, about this is all you've got. Um, me and Adam are having a chat, mate. Oh, yeah. And well, um, let's not do it on air. Uh, in season three, huh? in season three, we're gonna we're gonna go in a different direction. Oh, cool. What are we gonna um, do? Yeah. We feel, we, feel like we want to get another voice. Um, ah, that'd be cool. Yeah. And when I say another voice, yeah. I don't mean an additional voice. I mean, I mean yeah, a different, a different voice. Yeah. So who? What? What? Someone's gonna? Oh, we haven't decided yet. Just, do you just want me to speak literally in, anybody else. Anybody? <laughs> do you want me to speak in a Jamaican accent? 
No, no oh, you definitely <laughs> not. So Please cl- don't do that. Clarify, we don't want you to do a different voice. Okay, yeah. we, we, want, want, we, we, want we want a different somebody yeah. else. Uh, we want it to come from a different human again, being. What different Anybody. band to cover? I'm sorry. I'm a no, okay. it doesn't, like, we'll talk about okay, it. Okay, cool, off, that's we'll fine. Yeah, look forward to it. I can't wait. My lowest two are Fever, because it's shit. Yep. And... I guess unintended piano lullaby. Yeah, sure. Because it's, it's the, because it's the lesser version, yeah. but it hasn't got that slight bit of interest of it being built by an AI. So yeah. that I guess. Adam, do you like anything on this? Nah. There we go. Have it's you all got, in the bottom. Um, Great. <laughs> have you got any merch, Lucas? Yep. He's getting up and he's walking to the merch. Okay. It's it's obviously quite asleep. <laughs> oh couple of things to show you anyway. oh okay it's, it's oh, two no, copies he's gonna show us one copy and then another <laughs> I've, got copy, yeah, yeah. I've got a copy of cryo oh, yeah, yeah 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 uh unopened yeah wow yeah because okay. why would i open it yeah i'm not gonna play the vinyl so i might as well just retain the old uh, yeah value and what's, and what's the second thing you've got the second one i've got yeah it's uh it's another copy of cryo <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um should we work out who wins right now? Yeah, so it's between yeah. two or three people, right, who all got the right. correct answer. Right. Uh, Adam... So the, que- the question was, what did that one bit in Something, something human. human remind you of? Because it and the genuinely... bit in Something Human is the bit that goes... Dun, 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 that bit, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Adam, give each of those people... Uh, uh, there's three, by the way. Oh, okay. so the answer, yeah, by the, the answer, way. Yeah. Right. The answer, by the way. Which I think was... we should remind people or tell people I got before anybody else. Yes. yes. Adam did get this, and we still put it out to people because. Imagine I if you just went. Because the I said it was Adam. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I said I would. Congratulations, Adam. Uh, Post a picture. Yeah. <laughs> so, really, really, this copy of Cryosleep should go to Adam. Yeah, yeah and I want but people it, to know that I'm very charitably giving that up. What, re- what uh, it reminded you of was. Uh, you forgot the name of the song, Adam? Oh, Hole Again by Atomic Kitten. Which goes, uh, baby, Be you're the one. one. You still, still turn me on. on. You can, you can make me whole yeah. again. And that was really in sync is, with each other. That's, yeah. that's good. No, that was and Atomic Kitten, not in sync. No, in sync. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did um, back streets back. Oh, I can't watch that music video. It's too scary. Yeah, it's very spooky. So right, there's so three people are in the running that okay. put on the social medias, and you want me to assign? You want me to assign some stuff, or, or do we not want them to even? Yeah, uh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's well, yeah, let, let's shout them out. But only one of you. We're gonna we're gonna assign you some numbers and pick you out of a hat or something. Right now, right? We're gonna do the yeah the one draw to ten. Live. Is, gonna, I've got a random number <laughs> generator here. Number between one and thirty. One to ten is one of them. The twenties and the thirties. You get it. Okay. All right. Okay. So who were the three people that got it right, Lucas? Uh, uh, one was Steve does the social media come on I don't my old mags on Instagram got it Mr. Team yeah, well World done. Power lovely oh, George McKenna on Twitter hello, also got it um, and there was a third one <laughs> yep Steve, Steve didn't come prepared <laughs> I know the answer I'm just not saying yeah me too I know as well but let's really yeah. let Steve stew 
Oh, I didn't show you, did I? Um, my 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 next bit of merch. Um, I've got another copy of Cryosleep. Well, you've got a third copy. Amazing. No, we'll have to second. do another. Oh, sorry, did I did I already show you the second? Yeah, one? yeah, you did. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Sealed. So, and, Whoa. You and money. bird shoots on Twitter also got it. So, oh, so, I know uh, bird shoots. Yes. Okay. Cool. So, uh. Steve, which number is going to Mr. Team Word Power? One. What? What? The ones. Yeah. Adam, which Steve one gets understand. the two? Adam, which one gets the twos? Uh, bird shoots. And then, and then my old my mags, old mags is, is, is three. Is, is, okay. Random number generator <laughs> here. Uh, number between one and thirty, and the number that comes out is the number six. Oh. So, Mr. Team Word Power. To Mr. Team Word Power, you've got a copy of Cryosleep. Well, send us a DM and yeah, D- DM us your uh, deets. Yeah. Yeah. By, me, by all means, by all means, say don't worry, I don't want it, and then and then you don't, then, 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 I, then I will then have it. Well, then yeah. Adam can. Have I will it, have it. Yeah. Really, you know, and I'll do a manics based competition to win it. Right. Speaking of hearing a different voice on the podcast, have we got time for an email? Yes. Hi guys, this is from. Is an email art. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, spoiler alert, Lucas. I think everything's art because if a drawing of a building, oh my god, is art, right? Then that then it then it correlates that an architectural uh, drawing of a building would be art, and then building that would also be art, and everything's just art. It doesn't matter. Is me is me not indicating a roundabout art? Yeah, I reckon so. What about the way I yeah. piled the bodies in my garden? Yeah, I mean, there have been some some people who said you did that, you know, called, called your efficiency at it somewhat of an art. Thank you. This is from uh, Stefan... It's programming Wilkinson. art. Yes. This is from Stefan Wilkinson-Hill. Uh, interacted a few times on Twitter. We, we, we know Stefan. Hi, guys. I know I've been communicating through various poorly timed sarcastic tweets, but <laughs> I thought I'd like to put some thoughts together in a longer form. First of all, just wanted to say that I've never listened to podcasts before, and now I'm well and truly hooked. At first, I was scared by the crazy long run times of the episodes. Now I pray they're longer. Like this uh, that's interesting. As, as someone who's never listened to podcasts before, podcasts not typically as long as we do them. Yeah. <laughs> I would say I all the pretty much all the podcasts I listen to are about the same length than yeah, the ones we do are insane. Uh, with Muse, I always felt I was late to the party. I'm currently only 17 and only discovered them when I was 14 or 15, so I've never experienced a new album and cannot claim to have been raised by the band. Absolution came out the year I was born. For some perspective, that's just insane. However, that, I do feel that I have... person was not born in the late 1900s. <laughs> that is post Jaws. That is definitely post George. That is post Y two K. Yeah, that's mad. and Y two J. The the twin towers have never stood in, in their lifetime. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, however, I do feel I have had a unique perspective since Muse were the first proper band I ever listened to. I've been playing piano since age five, so I was raised on purely classical music. Show off. My mum and dad separated <laughs> when I was younger, so my only real experience of music other than Vivaldi and Bach was when I'd be in my dad's car he would always play Coldplay strangely enough and I remember listening to Paradise and feeling absolutely filthy for listening and dare I say enjoying such a heavy metal song <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, I mean to be fair I'm guessing this kid I'm guessing this guy right now has got like eyeliner like dripping down yeah. his face yeah. listening to like, Paradise he looks like Coldplay. he looks like the crow yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. he's just such a goth yeah. <laughs> I did later come to realise that Coldplay were far from heavy metal and they were just rocky pop 
he did say no need for the pun. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> well, so don't tell me what no, to do. Yeah. Uh, how I came the, uh, then into contact with Muse, though, was when my piano tutor said to me that he'd heard a great song with a Chopin prelude shoved on the end which was United States of Eurasia. I bloody loved it. Worshipped the airspace it, inhib- it, it, uh, it inhabited. If people could maybe consider that I have to read these out when they're typing them out and try not to put any difficult to say things in there, <laughs> that would be great. I think the fact that they're... they're <laughs> that one was nothing to do with you and has everything to do with me. Uh, I think the fact that their chord progressions were so classically inspired reminded me of my favourite composers like Rachmaninoff, which is what led me to listening to Origin of S... That's what they put. Origin of S. So that's just to make it shorter. Uh, I was blown away. The music, uh, like I'd never heard uh, before, and I played the album its entirety on repeat. This was around 2018. So the logical next step was to book to see them live, which I did on the Simulation Theory Tour. The thing which then hooked me was about, uh, was how they were so showman-like and musical theatre-esque. Some have been known to call Matt the greatest showman. Mm. Uh, I don't know if Lucas had a similar experience to me but from that point on though I discovered other music it was always the case of yeah it's great but it's not Muse Um, no there's things that I know to be objectively better than Muse Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, the way the way they craft their songs. Well, we'll get on to objectively, but leave it. Yeah. Uh, the way they craft their songs and the skill they have on their instruments fascinates me. Though I do have to say, I knew not a single one of the lyrics when I watched them live. Uh, probably a good thing, as Adam's hyper evaluation has ruined them for me a great deal. <laughs> It never mattered to me, though, that they weren't uh, wielders of lyrical genius, just that it sounded good and made me happy. I was then inspired to form my own band, Kaleidoscope, heavily influenced by Muse to the degree I fear the legal battles should I ever get anywhere. I did, however, resonate with what was said about needing someone to hold you back in the studio, as since my bassist, keys, guitarist and drummer all left, I found myself obsessing over every detail. Also, yes, I'm fully aware that I'm now a one-man band like Dick Van Dyke at the start of Mary Poppins. Uh, That's exactly how I operate, and uh, you can tell yourself that it's a choice as much as you like Stefan but really it's because no one will work with you uh, overall however Muse taught me it. that music if does if you want me to play some bits I'll do some bits yeah. <laughs> chuck us a message mate chuck o- us a DM <laughs> overall Muse has taught me that music does have to be confined uh, does have to be confined to classical training and indeed poetic lyrics I think they mean doesn't Muse taught me that music doesn't have to be confined to classical training and poetic lyrics, but can just be a whole lot of fun. For me, their music is an experience very individual to everyone, in which they project their own feelings in a way that cannot be expressed by any other medium. The minute changes in a guitar's tuning, the inflections on a singer's voice, or the intonation in your bass clarinet solo all have such an enormous impact upon how you feel. Indeed, also, how you feel has such an enormous impact on how the music sounds. One day Soldier's Poem makes me cry, and the next I feel uplifted. It is almost as if music is a painting through which we observe the brushstrokes through a different lens every time we visit the gallery. Anyway, I know this is rambling on now, but I did not want to email just to compile my thoughts. Thank you guys for filling up my hours with much hilarity, sparking a love of podcasts, and most of all, allowing me to realise how much I hate the word association. Uh, Thank you, Stefan. Uh, That was very nice. Cool. Cool What's lifted? What did you say? He made a lighthouse family thing. Lattice family is lifted because they got a song called Lifted. That was interesting. His discussion about music and art, though, wasn't it? Should we have have another half an hour talk on that? Yeah, it was. And then, but then, uh, why did you say the word lifted? Because he said the word lifted. Oh, he said the word uplifted. Yeah, 
All right, well, that brings us yeah. to the end of another episode. Uh, we're coming towards the end of Muse, and I'm just giving up. I'm just like, whatever. I've got what I need out of this. I'm just checking out. You've literally you could, <sighs> you picked up your microphone. You put your whole face in it as well. You're very loud. You can, you can just fuck off. <laughs> Our next episode uh, is going to be even longer than this one because it's going to be us watching all of the music videos that Muse have released for their singles in a row. How many of them are there, Lucas? 42? Something like that? I think it was 41 or 42, yeah. Good Lord. Okay, we're going to watch all of those in a row. So now it's your turn to come talk to us. And of course, I'm talking about you, the listeners. Come and find us on our social media. Uh, let us know what you think of Cryosleep. If you managed to pick up a copy, uh, and if not, you know, if you've just been streaming it, what you think of it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at whatismusicpod, Instagram at whatismusicpod, TikTok at whatismusic, and you can send in something a little bit longer like Stefan did. You can have us read it out on the show. Email us whatismusicpod at gmail.com. There's also a couple of ways, if you'd like to, you can support us other than listening. One is to buy our merchandise. If you go to whatismusicpod.redbubble.com, you can uh, get loads of designs on loads of different products and wear merchandise and show everybody how much you love Muse and our podcast. Um, If you don't fancy any of the merch, uh, you can still chuck us a few quid if you'd like to. You can go to coffee.com, which is ko-fi.com slash what is music uh all donations go to keeping this like online and uh you know puts a little bit of petrol in my car when i'm driving around collecting different things that i need for the podcast uh and that is the end thank you so much for listening uh don't uh cryo your sleep or sleep will cryo you yeah